I will go ahead and call to order the November 17th meeting of the HRC. Uh, Avery and Lynn, do you want to give the preliminary information? Yes, thank you, Chair. Good evening and welcome to the November 17th Historic Resources Commission meeting. My name is Avery Kerner and I will be helping to facilitate the Zoom portion of tonight's hybrid meeting. Before we begin, I have just a few items to mention. Tonight's meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel and cable channel 25. For those who are joining the meeting via Zoom, please remember to mute yourself during the meeting when you are not actively speaking to help minimize distractions. Unless you are participating during the meeting, please also turn your video off. For those who are actively participating in the meeting, please keep your video on. We also ask that everyone state their name each time they speak to ensure that everyone is able to follow along. And with that, I'll turn the meeting back over to the chair. Mr. Chair Meyer, thank you. Um, we'll go ahead and take a roll call vote of members this evening. Commissioner Irby. I do not see. Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson here. Commissioner Ezell. I do not see. Uh, Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein present. Commissioner Coleman. Commissioner Coleman here. Commissioner Hawley. Commissioner Hawley present. And Commissioner Meyer obviously present. Um, just as a preliminary matter before we get started with the agenda this evening, uh, we originally were scheduled to have a study session after tonight's meeting of the Chapter 22 revisions. Uh, we will not be doing that this evening. Um, when we gave notice of tonight's meeting, that was inadvertently left out of the legal notice. So we are not going to be doing that. We will reschedule that and appropriate notice will be given. So if anyone was tuning in for that, that part will not be happening this evening. So we will then move on to the first item on the agenda, which is communications. Um, have we received communications from other commissions, the State Historic Preservation Officer, or the general public? Lynn Braddock Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. You do have one letter from the Civic Engagement Commission that was included in your packet. This is Chair Meyer, thank you. Is there anyone present from uh, the Civic Engagement Commission who wants to say anything else about that? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I I personally have reviewed the letter from the Civic Engagement Commission, and I take it other commissioners have as well. So, um, is there a disclosure of any ex parte communications this evening? I don't see any. Is there a declaration of abstentions for specific agenda items by commissioners this evening? Which I don't see any. Um, do we have any committee reports this evening? Lynn Braddock Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. There are no committee reports for this evening. This is Chair Meyer again. We will move on to our consent agenda then. We have some design review applications that have been administratively reviewed and approved by staff. Is there any public comment on these items? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. There's no public comment on these items. 
This is Chair Meyer again, and we'll bring it back to the commission for any discussion or action. Well, this is Commissioner Johnson. I just had a question of what is the change of use for 935 Massachusetts Street? Oh, sorry, I didn't look at what the item was. All that I saw was it's a new sign and updating the occupancy code. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, 00360. This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. The uses aren't listed in the staff report or the administrative determination report for this item. Uh, so I will have to pull that up uh, in our project tracking system. And I can oh. provide that answer here in just a little bit once I have it. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. This is Chair Meyer. Is there any other commission discussion about items? Mr. Johnson, did you want to uh, wait to get that information? Uh, no. Okay. This is Chair Meyer again. Um, I will go ahead and move that we confirm the design review applications according to the standards and information listed in the staff report for each application. Is there a second? Commissioner Klein seconds. Okay, Commissioner yeah. Klein. <laughs> this is Chair Meyer. Commissioner Klein has seconded it. We'll go ahead and take a roll call vote. Uh, Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson, yes. Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein, yes. Commissioner Coleman. Commissioner Coleman, aye. Commissioner Hawley. Commissioner Hawley, aye. And Commissioner Meyer is an aye. So that motion carries five to zero. Um, we will move on then to the general public comment um, for this evening. Is there any general public comment? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. There is no one present to provide general public comment. This is Chair Meyer, and we will move on to our public hearing items this evening. First public hearing item is DR 22-00340, which is 725 Ohio Street. Good evening, Commissioners. Lynn Braddock Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. Um, this evening, you have before you a project at 725 Ohio Street. It is a state law review because the property is located in the Old West Lawrence Historic District. This is the property location. It's mid-block where the structure we're discussing is an accessory structure that's on the alley here. This is an alley view showing the structure. And this is the alley side of the structure, and then you can also see um, the entrance on the south side. And there's a better view of that south side. And this is the east elevation showing the covered patio area. Looking quickly at the drawings, this is the 
what would be the alley elevation showing that it's a 12 foot addition to the existing accessory structure. It would be the same lap siding to match the existing. It would also have the same rafter tail system and asphalt shingles to match the existing structure. This is showing the garage door that will be installed on that south side. And you can see the existing covered patio on the right. This is showing the east elevation with the new door. Standards 9 and 10 apply to this project of the Secretary of the Interior Standards. Staff is of the opinion that in accordance with the state law review, the Secretary of the Interior Standards that you approve the proposed project and make the determination that the project does not damage or destroy any historic property included in the National Register of Historic Places or the Register of Historic Kansas Places. And with that, I'd be happy to stand for any questions you might have. Just Chair Meyer again, thank you, Lynn. Was the applicant present? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. Yes, the applicant is present. You are not, this is Chair Meyer again, you are not required to, but you are welcome to make any comments if you wish. Um, I just want to thank you. Uh, oh, hi, this is Megan Brewey. I'm from Hernley Associates and I'm the applicant. Uh, I just want to thank the staff for their comments and um, ask that the commission approves the project with the recommendation. Chair Meyer, thank you. Thank you. Is there any public comment on this item? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. No, there is no public comment on this item. This is Chair Meyer. We'll bring it back to the commission for discussion then. I don't personally have any discussion. It seems like a nice application and project to me. Agreed. Seems appropriate. This is Chair Meyer. I agree. I think that's a nice use of sending an accessory structure. I move that, uh, Chair Commissioner Coleman, I move that we approve the application as submitted and as uh, recommended by staff. Commissioner Hawley uh, seconded. Oh, sorry. No, that, that's fine. This is Chair Meyer. There's been a motion and a second. We'll go ahead and take a roll call vote. Uh, Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson, yes. Uh, Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein, yes. Commissioner Coleman. Commissioner Coleman, aye. Commissioner Hawley. Commissioner Hawley, aye. Commissioner Meyer is an aye, so that motion carries five to zero. Good luck with your project. Uh, we will move on then to public hearing item number two, which is DR-22-00343-1332 Maple Street. I believe it's actually 1322 is what was inside the all the plants. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just reading off the agenda. No, that's that's right. That, well, because I had that confusion too. So it's I was just clarifying. 
Lynn Braddock's owner, Historic Resources Administrator. Yes, it is indeed 1322 Maple Lane. Um, this is new construction. It's a certificate of appropriateness review because the property is located in the environs of the John G. Haskell House, located at 1340 Haskell Avenue. This is a little bit of a unique situation in that the environs for the Haskell House are divided into two areas that's discussed in the staff report. This area would normally, everything is an administrative review except for new construction because there's a very good change in topography and there's no line of sight to the listed property. So this is for new construction. This is the property location here at 1322. You'll see here's the Haskell House over at 1340. And these properties have a minimal site of review of view shed to the listed property. But by the time you get to this side of Maple Lane, there really is no line of sight. Mm -hmm. This is showing the existing, well, the previous structure that was on site that staff approved for demolition, and so now it is a vacant lot. This is showing the proposed site plan with the garage at the front of the structure and then the main body of the structure to the rear. This is an overall rendering of the structure with the garage front facing here with the shed roof and then the main body of the house here with the shed roof entry porch um, on that south side. This is showing a northwest elevation. This is showing the northeast elevation and you'll notice that that long um, elevation is broken up by this bay projection here in the center. And this is showing the southeast um, elevation and you'll notice there's a rear porch and then this would be the front porch um, that's in that section. So again, the long box-like structures broken up by this part of the house. And then this is that west elevation, and you can see the porch right here on the right, and then the front-facing garage with the shed roof here. So shed roofs on accessory structures in front of a house are not typical for the environs. Front-facing garages are not typical for um, historic areas. There are two structures that are almost directly across the street that it were approved by the Historic Resources Commission with front-facing garages. The character of the neighborhoods changed since um, the historic time frame of the listed property. So staff is recommending based on these facts that you approve the proposed project and find that it does not significantly encroach on damage or destroy the landmark or its environment and issue the certificate of appropriateness. And with that, I'd be happy to answer any questions you may have. Um, this is Commissioner Johnson. I was wondering what conversations were had about um, making the, the front porch and the front door prominent and pushing the garage back towards the back. 
We did have those discussions. This is a very narrow lot. It's only 40 feet wide. And so to be able to get vehicular access to the structure, they didn't have enough room for a structure to have a driveway on the side. So that was the reason they were proposing that front facing garage. And then they were pushing the rest of the structure back to take advantage of the lot width. Well, and I was looking at the photo of the home that that was demolished. It did look like there was a garage in the back and that there was a driveway. Yes, there was a driveway and a small accessory structure there. The, the home that was there was very small and it could accommodate that driveway because of the location and the small size of the house. Uh, Commissioner Coleman, um, this area of town does not have an alley. Is that correct? That's correct. And Commissioner Holly, um, there are examples, not historic examples, but within this uh, environs that do have shed roofs or if not accessory structures, parking in, in front, not far across the street at the that's what that's my, correct. my having driven by and living in the neighborhood and now looking at street view tells me that's correct this is chair meyer is the applicant present yes you can feel free to say anything if you choose but you're not required to no uh no i'm, I'm all good but thank you for considering the project Mr. Chair Meyer, again, thank you. Is there uh, any public comment on this item? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. There is no public comment on this item. Mr. Chair Meyer, again, um, I think that this project is appropriate under the circumstances that we just discussed. Um, I think we have to make considerations when we're trying to do some infill. Um, and we're talking about housing and lot problems in the city of Lawrence. So I think when we're using narrow lots like this that don't have alleyways that, you know, putting a garage in front is, is I mean, really an appropriate use of it. Um, I think under all the circumstances here, that's my two cents. Commissioner Coleman, I agree. Um, and I believe that the, um, the solution is uh, a good design. It's, it, it is a modern design. It is not um, trying to emulate the historic um, building that it's in the environs of, and I think that's all right. The, the shed roof on the garage, um, I don't think is something that detracts from that, the environs of that property. Well, and this is Commissioner Johnson. I I drove by today as well, and and was um, I was chagrined by the the homes that had been approved in that area that have the garage out front, seen as that with the city's push for new urbanism and neo traditional design. Even in our newer neighborhoods, we're trying to recess the garage instead of it being the the snout house with the garage so predominantly out front um and the the predominant 
form in the the older historic neighborhoods is that the house has a face with windows and a, a human front door out front. And so I, while I don't mind the, the, the modern architecture, it, it isn't, um, it isn't advancing our goals culturally of what we're wanting in neighborhoods, whether historic or not, of where you have a, the home has a face and a front porch predominant on the, the street. Um, so I, I mean, I would at least have wanted that front door pulled up to where it can compete with the garage door. <laughs> That it's that the garage door isn't the first thing you see, um, and I was looking at the the guidelines for directional expression and and roof shapes, and they do have the gable roof on the the predominant part of the house, but the the entrance and porch size and general design just don't don't seem to fit culturally what we're wanting for historic neighborhoods or even for um, new areas of Lawrence. Mr. Chairman, I'm not, I guess I'm not really sure what you meant about new areas of Lawrence. I think that, I mean, this happens in, in newer areas of Lawrence, but. Well, the, I mean, the, the, the city and our comprehensive plans have been pushing for ways of making neighborhoods more walkable and um, more friendly and neighborly. And that means that you don't have the garage on so predominantly on the front of the house, particularly not so predominantly that you don't even see the front door. Um, you at least have the front door out extended at least eight feet beyond the the front of the the house so that the garage isn't the main thing that you you see um it's it, research shows that having a, a a front porch and the front door very visible is what makes neighborhoods neighborly and this street has quite a few of those homes with a predominant front porch but it also has ones that don't and so I guess I'm asking to to draw the line before we tip too far um, into a neighborhood that isn't designed to be a neighborhood, that it's designed just for cars. Um, I, I would rather stop now in designing this street for cars and start going back to designing it for humans and pedestrians. Commissioner Holly, I will. I respect all of all of the spirit in which that was just said. Um, I think, you know, there's a certain eye of the beholder that I don't. While I understand all of those statements, I'm just I disagree in this particular case. Um, if this were a prominent four car garage, um, something larger, I could be more easily convinced but i think 
given the narrow lot size and just the look of this house it 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 is friendly to me maybe not the face but it it, it feels like it fits to me um, where if it's not violating any specific requirement i'm inclined to be in favor Commissioner Coleman, I agree also uh, with Jay and Bonnie. Uh, I I believe that this is in the environs. I mean, I we know this is in the environs of a listed property. It, it it's new construction, so it's the least stringently um, reviewed, and the standards are um, are important here, but not as important as if it were in addition to a historic structure or, um, on, you know, on a listed property itself or in a historic district. So I think it deserves some latitude and, and this block already has quite a few homes with the front facing garage. Um, and I'm, I'm happy that this design of this structure is actually uh, designed in an aesthetically pleasing way and not a kind of cookie cutter um, way that some of the other ones are. So I, I believe we should be in favor of this one. Um, it, it's on a very narrow lot and uh, cars and garages are uh, necessary when we're looking at um, a home of this of this price range and this size. So I think there are a lot of things to consider. And um, I agree with all the comments, but I believe that in this case, they're not all applicable. This is Chair Meyer again, and I, I'm just looking at the floor plan. And I think I just note that the way that the first floor is arranged is that you have the garage, but then the master bedroom is at the front. So the, you know, the, the porch that's back a ways, I, I think, is accommodating kind of the layout of the house. You've got the living room at the far back and the kitchen kind of in the middle, kitchen and dining room. Um, so it's, I mean, I think it's a little atypical for a house to have a master bedroom, like at the very front of it. Uh, towards the garage. Um, so I think, and I'm not an architect and I'm not the architect on this project, but seems to me that some of the layout is the way that it's designed on the first floor. Um, and I'm, so I, moving things around might be a little problematic in the design that as it is now. Well, this is Commissioner Johnson. I, I <laughs> It, I, I, I don't want to, I really don't want to get into designing this house, but it is more typical for a garage to connect to a kitchen. So you bring your groceries right into the kitchen. Um, so it, it, the, I mean, this is new construction. It's a new design, an architecture, an architect designed this. It, it could be done a different way. Um, uh, I just, yeah, it, it it the there isn't a reason why the front door can't 
can't be the proud front door versus the proud garage. Um, but I'm I I am perhaps the the lone voice in this, so I I will I've said my piece. This is Jeremiah again. Is there any any additional discussion by commission members? Or we can take a vote if there is a motion. Well, I'll go ahead and move that in accordance with Chapter 22 of the Code of the City of Lawrence, the standards of evaluation find that the proposed project will not significantly encroach on, damage, or destroy the landmarks or their environs and issue the Certificate of Appropriateness for the proposed project. Is there a second? I'll second, Commissioner Klein. Okay, there's been a motion and a second. We'll go ahead and take a roll call vote. Commissioner Johnson? Commissioner Johnson, no. Commissioner Klein? Commissioner Klein, yes. Commissioner Coleman? Commissioner Coleman, aye. Commissioner Holly? Commissioner Holly, aye. And Commissioner Meyer is an aye, so that motion carries four to one. Good luck on your project. Um, the last uh, item on our public hearing item agenda tonight is to receive Chapter 22 revisions. Lynn Braddock Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. This was um, something that we were going to put on your agenda from now until you have your final vote to make sure that there's adequate time for people to have public comment on the revisions to the chapter. Part of this discussion was also to have a calendar for those revisions so we would know um, when we would have public meetings and when it would come back to commission for adoption. Um, with scheduling and the holidays in front of us, we were not able to get a room and schedule the meeting until January 4th for the public meetings. There will be at least two, perhaps three on that day, so we can do a morning and an evening meeting to broaden the time frame where people can attend those meetings. So staff um, request tonight is for you to um, let us know if you would rather wait and have your study session after those public meetings, so you can take that into consideration when you're doing your meetings for your study session, or if you would like to go ahead and study, have that study session before that January meeting, possibly in December. And I would just add that we did have a neighborhood representative meeting we had quite a few neighborhood representatives show up. It was a very good meeting. And then tomorrow we have the meeting with um, architect and users from the past year. This is Chair Meyer. I, I don't know that I have a position either way. Um, 
about December or later in January. Um, Commissioner Klein, I'm curious to know if the Lawrence Preservation Alliance plans on um, speaking to any of the revisions in Chapter 22 or not. Um, do we know if they're going to come to a particular meeting or if they're planning on it? Lynn Braddock-Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. They had intended to be here this evening for the study session. So I'm sure that they will attend the study session or at least one of the public meetings to provide comment. Okay, great. Thank you. This is Chair Meyer. Lynn, would, would it be possible to, to, and maybe if we dug around, I'd find it, but apparently I'm kind of lazy. Um, I, I don't know if it could be emailed to us when these other meetings are so that you know, if, if we wanted to attend and hear some of those voices as well, we could. Absolutely. We can set up that schedule and we're also working on a summary document to share with the commission and the public so that hopefully it will make those discussions easier. So we can send that out to you hopefully early next week. This is Chair Meyer. Any commission members want to wait until to have our study session after the public meetings? <laughs> we've we've had such a hard time scheduling our study session that I think that if we wait, it's gonna drag it out for a long time. And we should look for a date to have our study session, and we should also be aware of those public comment notes. But I don't know that the two have to be in sequence. Right, uh, Commissioner Klein, I'm, I'm seeing that same point that I, I certainly want to hear all the feedback from all the stakeholders uh, involved before we actually vote on making any particular changes, you know, to um, particular parts of Chapter 2. Um, so I, that's why I would hope we would get all of that feedback um, before we vote on different parts. Well, this is true. This is Chair Meyer. I mean, I think that we can have our study session and still get that and take that into account. So I, I, I think I'm, I'm agreeable with Joy that we probably should try to set it sooner rather than later. Fingers crossed that that happens before the January meeting. But we could we could try anyway. Lynn, does that answer your question? It does. Thank you. Uh, this is Chair Meyer again. Um, I guess then we will move on to the next item on the agenda, which is our miscellaneous items. Um, adopting the 2023 HRC calendar. Lynn Braddock Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. This is the calendar for 2023. The meetings stay on the third Thursday of the month. Application submittal deadlines are similar to what they are this past year. The only meeting that will have a different date will be the third Thursday in March. will be moved to the fourth Thursday in March because of spring break. So we um, will have that meeting one week later. 
Okay, this is Chair Meyer again. This is, is this something we need to take a roll call vote on or we're just adopting it? Lynn Braddock Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator, you would need to take a vote. This is Chair Meyer, already then, I will move that we adopt the proposed 2023 HRC calendar. Is there a second? Commissioner Hawley seconded. Okay, there's been a motion and a second. Let's go ahead and take a roll call vote. Commissioner Johnson? Commissioner Johnson, yes. Uh, Commissioner Klein? Commissioner Klein, yes. Commissioner Coleman? Commissioner Coleman, aye. Commissioner Hawley? Commissioner Hawley, aye. And Commissioner Myers, an aye. So that motion carries five to zero. So it appears we have run out of agenda items this evening, unless there's any other miscellaneous items that anyone wants to bring up for conversation. This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. I have an answer uh, regarding Commissioner Johnson's question from earlier regarding 935 Massachusetts Street. And if this is an appropriate time to provide that. It is. So it looks like an application uh, for a change of use uh, or a change of occupancy in use under the International Building Code was submitted. Um, and that change of occupancy and use status was from a business uh, storage related use to a mercantile use. I cannot speak to the, the specific differences between those two uh, uses under the International Building Code. Um, and I can't say what the, I don't know what the the previous use of the, or who the previous occupant was of that property, um, but the new uh, occupant is Love of Character, and it's, uh, they're opening a retail gift and party supply shop at that location. Commissioner Johnson, thank you very much. This is Chair Meyer. Yes, thank you. Any other miscellaneous items this evening? I don't see any. So with that, I will go ahead and move that we adjourn for the evening. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you.